Hey, what's up, everybody? It is the Flex Talk Podcast with Lex and the B-Man, Brian. Brian, how are you doing today? Lex, good morning to you. What a wonderful day today. It's a little snowy outside. It's a little cold outside. But I was just telling you before the podcast, I'm looking ahead. I'm looking to the future here. I've got a quesadilla with my name on it oh on Saturday goodness. night at one of my favorite restaurants. So that's that's on my mind right now. I'm not going to lie. So hopefully I'll be able to do the podcast with you today. But I'm, I'm really thinking about that quesadilla. So Local? Yeah, it's a local place. They're wonderful. Uh, so we got a big family event this weekend going over there and really just going to take in that quesadilla and enjoy it. Awesome, man. Hey, that sounds good. I might drive by to get a whiff or two of the quesadilla. Yeah, we'll that see. wouldn't be weird. We'll that see. wouldn't be weird at all. I just, I'll just i just pretend like I don't know you. Yeah, those <laughs> local spots, man. It's always nice to hit up. So, yeah, we're talking about some great things today. We're having a good discussion between Brian and I. We're we are talking about our purpose, our, our, our life's purpose and why we're doing what we're doing and why it's important and remembering why we exist and remembering uh, why we are doing what we're doing in the first place. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I think this is a deep topic. I know when we were initially talking about this this morning and, and kind of the direction we were going to go, I remember thinking, wow, this is a deep one today, but I think this is really, really important. And I think it's a question that lots of people don't take the time to answer. So I think we're going to have some good discussions today. I think it's important and I think it's deep. So hopefully it uh, elicits some good emotions from people and some good thinking from people as well. Yeah, we got to take a step back and actually wonder, like, if we're, we have purpose to what we're doing, are we getting up every day? Are we excited to go to work? Are we excited to uh, live our lives? Are we excited to do our daily tasks? We want to make sure that there is something positive in everything we're doing. Yeah, I understand being positive every day is just not something that people are going to do. Um, challenges come up, uh, different obstacles come up each day, and they kind of put us in a negative downer mood. But understanding that if we're doing the right things, if we have good purpose, if we have good intentions, uh, the total outcome of the day is going to be positive. So, we just want to remember to have that mentality. So in, in, in terms of what we're talking about today, Brian, now you work in the fitness industry now. Um, you work for an elite, a large health club in the area. Uh, you're a sales manager. Um, do you feel like what you're doing has purpose and that purpose? What does it mean to you to uh, help people essentially? Yeah, it's a great question. So for me personally, I have really enjoyed the leadership aspect of my position. So initially, early on in my career, um, I, I was just very focused on sales. That was my job. I was a, a membership representative at the club and I did very well with it. And I, I did enjoy the job. But I think there eventually over time became this additional calling where I thought, I think there's a little bit more inside of me. There's something else that I can that I can give. And I think as I grew in my career and just getting certified as a coach, as a trainer, um, I started to really see the value in coaching others. And I felt like I had a lot to give. So now as a sales manager, I do feel like there is some enormous purpose to what I'm doing. I enjoy coaching other people. Yeah. I enjoy leading other people. And it makes me happy when other people are doing well when I can help other people to do their jobs better, which makes them more money, which allows them to live a better life, which makes the club more money. It's good for everybody. 
So to answer your question, yes, I, I do feel like th this new aspect of my life now with this leadership role has been fantastic and I've, I've really embraced it. Now, I really get got excited when I was a general manager and sales manager, when I saw the implementation of everything I was teaching to these people and it was you know put on display. I would teach the tour and these scripts and, and how to uh, uh, pivot when you get challenges and obstacles when you're having conversations with somebody about signing people up and then they would implement the teachings that I would teach them and it was so cool to see people really relay what I just taught them uh, a day before or a couple hours before and they would really put that into play so that for me I feel you on that one it's nice to see your, your team grow do you see that do you see a lot of that happening I really do and, and this was a mental shift for me I, I love what you just said about how excited you got when you saw you know your team implementing what you were telling them because I feel the same way is I've really learned to embrace race you know, developing future leaders, developing future professionals, and, and just really talk about leaving a mark on the world or a mark on your community. If you're the kind of person that just looks out for yourself, um, you, you're, you're you're not really leaving a mark. You're not adding value to society in a sense, in a way that you could. But if you're the kind of person that has a reputation for developing people, developing leaders, developing professionals, you are leaving a mark. I mean, that is a an amazing thing. So I'm completely with you. Totally understand what you're saying. It gives me great joy uh, to see people implementing things that I've learned over many years. And it, it's really fun for me to pass those on to other people. That's great. And it's like less of me, 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 or I, I, I. It's more of we, 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 and how we can do things together as a team. And it comes second nature to just say those things and not just I built this thing, we built this thing, and we built it as a team together. So it's huge to be able to feel that way and to know that everything that you're teaching everybody else is helping the business ultimately. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I would kind of turn this back to you is obviously you've opened uh, a, a very successful facility. You've built a great culture here. You've got a great client base. And I feel like just from my observation, you've done a great job developing uh, trainers as well, just with their careers and everything. How have you uh, how did you take your experience when you were the GM of a prior facility and now opening your new your, your facility? You know, how do, how do you train your people? How do you give back to them? How has that been a part of your growth journey um, just with your now that you are the boss of your club? It was a humbling experience when I came back to a studio setting. Um, I worked at a small studio before I got picked up by a larger club. And uh, it, it's, it's very different. You know, when you're managing uh, 40 something employees of a large health club to uh, managing just a couple trainers, it's much different. I had, the, I had the wrong mentality, I could say, when I came back into a smaller space because I was on that big studio or big fitness center mentality where I had to hold team meetings for uh, a couple hours and I had to have a, a meeting with each manager underneath me for a couple minutes. And uh, it's just, it, it was different coming into this mentality. So um, I learned, I pivot, I, I adjusted, and now I'm really focusing on building the relationships with the trainers that I can say, hey, one-on-one -on -one time, this is how you got to do this. This is how you got to do this. I can have a little bit more personal approach about uh, things they need to work on, uh, things what they're doing great at, things what they need to work on, and how can I get better for them personally? Um, and just take a step back and re really pivot and understand the type of environment you're in and how to work with it and how to make uh, the trainers more successful here. So it's really about those uh, those uh, those personal conversations to help them grow. 
Yeah, and I can say as an outside observer and again as a, as a friend, um, I've seen you know what you've done with your trainers and just how you've coached them up. And and this is with many trainers that you've now you know worked with over the years. Just seeing how their skills have developed. You know, we've talked about just basic things from customer service, how to how to pitch the service that you that you guys offer here. Um, also, too, just handling um, you know HR type issues or things like that. That's all stuff that you have to build and and get better at and somebody like you, you obviously have a lot of experience with it. So if you have the ability to coach other people, uh, talk about living out your purpose. I mean, that's so cool that you're developing future professionals. So as an outside observer, I've noticed it you're doing a good job, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. I get really hyped when I, when I have training sessions with, uh, even this newest trainer, Jesse, um, he asked to be on the, the podcast in a couple of weeks or so. So it's going to be interesting to talk with him and hear what he has to say. So, um, I, I get really excited to write scripts and and to to implement my teachings that I've even learned from some of my mentors over the years uh, and see that see that into play um, I get really excited because I understand that it's a process driven facility you do things uh, in, a, in, a, in a process manner because that means that it can scale right you can you can do things to help other employees and if you eventually open up other facilities uh, you're able to scale that process because it's it's just it's it's a standard at that point so uh, it's really cool it's really cool to see those things happen I get more excited about that uh, than anything I've have in in my life and business wise. So uh, just the ability to to help teach and help grow your employees if they're really into it, um, because. That tells me that there's going to be some employees that just want to be a service employee, right? They don't want to have that next step in their progression or, or their employment level. And you've come across those employees, Brian, too, like where they just want to clock in, clock out, and do their job and go home. Um, I appreciate those people as well as the people that want to scale to the next level of their uh, their business career. Do, would you agree? I would agree for sure. It, like you, you just said it perfectly. But just to reiterate, I mean, you have some people that are just completely happy coming into work and just doing what they need to do for the day and they go home and they do the bare minimum and that's fine if that's what they want to do that's great you know you have some people that are just a little bit above that you have some people that enjoy learning and asking questions and getting better um, which I'll be honest with you Lex I found that's a rarity Uh, people that actually like to take the time to ask you know how can I do this better how can I improve I'm always fascinated by that and then you have like your super go-getters that literally want to just come to work every day and go, how can I be better? How can I grow? How can I maybe eventually take over a bigger role someday? How can I be the top person? How can I do this? Is that lacking? Like, I feel like it's lacking over the last few years. Like, no question. Even when I'm when I'm holding interviews or getting resumes, I don't get that dog anymore. That person that's like, hey, I want this job. I want to learn. Tell me what I need to do in order to grow the next level. Like, I don't get that dog. I got to find that dog in that person because it's usually not there. And they're usually not telling me that that's what they want to do. What do you you think? Oh, you're 100 percent correct. I think, you know, we had a we've had social media podcasts that we've done, you know, talking about social media. I think there is so much emphasis these days on just making money the easiest way possible. And everybody wants to get rich, uh, you know, doing something on social media, uh, becoming a model 
role, becoming an influencer and, and just putting in the least amount of effort possible to earn money. And um, I agree, Lex, I couldn't agree with you more. I just feel like people are lacking that inner ambition to want to improve your skill set, improve your mentality um, and just grow as a professional. And then you just have to trust that as you grow as a professional, as your skills increase, as you become more mature, you're going to get more opportunities. People are going to like you. They're going to want to hire you. They're going to want your expertise. They're going to want to give you more money. So it's almost making yourself more valuable. Couldn't agree with you more. That is severely lacking. And I'm sure a lot of people listening right now um, might know some people in their life that you go, eh, you know, that person goes to their job every day and maybe they're not uh, giving it all they have to be better or improve it, etc. And just the way of life right now, I, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, you got to find that person because it help. Ultimately, it helps the business grow. Um, you're only as good as your employees that you have on staff, and you can only. Grow. So, if you want to grow, uh, it's important, obviously, to have those people that are, you know, down for you. Understanding that uh, branding is a part of the business, and understanding that being part of the process helps the business grow and you know they want the business to be successful and you want the business to be successful you just need team players to be on board with uh, you know on, on all points yeah, you really do. You really do. And as a leader and as a person who develops people and, and by the way, when, when we're talking about leadership now, we're relating it to what we do, which is, you know, managing people. We work in the fitness industry, etc. But for everybody listening right now, when we're talking about leadership, when we're talking about influencing people, that doesn't matter what you do. Like you can be a stay at home mother. And you, you can be somebody that can develop your leadership skills to, to develop your right. children. Um, you can be an aunt, an uncle, a father. Um, you know, you, you could run a, a cupcake shop and you can be somebody who can develop people. So we don't want to just make it seem like we're talking strictly about business here. This relates to everything. But being, a, being somebody who wants to influence others and leave a mark you know, it's very, very important to just develop processes for that. And I think, you know, Lex and I over the years, we've gotten really good at kind of developing ways that we can help people to be more successful. And again, the, the purpose of today's podcast is really leaving a mark. What is our purpose? And Lex and I are both believers in just developing people and the importance of that. And, uh, and we just want you to know that relates to all areas of life. So, yeah, I used to be a trainer at a, a smaller facility back in the day. And this this older gentleman used to come up to me and say, hey, I wish I could just stand there and count people while they work out, count numbers. And, you know, that bothered me. You know, I didn't let it bother me at the time. I just kind of laughed it off. And I said, well, I really enjoy, I'm thinking to myself, I really enjoy this. And it, it's not about just counting reps because, you know, I don't really do that anymore. Ask the clients. I kind of forget where, what kind of rep you're on. But because I'm, I'm more invested in looking at your form and how you control. And, I, you know, it's, it's just I was telling Brittany the other day that. I see people when they're working out and it's weird because I can creatively know how to, to, to adjust posture and control and form. And I feel like that's just something in my brain that just goes off and I can just see things in, in a creative fashion to help people adjust their form more efficiently and how to work out more efficiently and how to torque their body certain ways to make it a, a, a all the posture and alignment. And it's just something that I feel like I have a gift with. And when I see people work out and how to, how to adjust the, their body anatomically and biomechanically to, to make it correct. And, uh, I'm, 
I enjoy this. I enjoy this from a passion standpoint. I enjoy uh, making people happy in terms of longevity, having more energy, feeling more strength, um, being there and present for their children. I enjoy what they get out of it because I'm helping them get to their goals. And to that old guy, because this has allowed me to uh, feed my family, provide a good living for my family, uh, uh, and provide uh, you know tons of opportunity for other trainers and entrepreneurs to do follow their dreams and their passion and I'm still doing this 16 years later and you know I don't want to be bitter it's it's just those type of comments help motivate me and and you know to get me where I'm at today and I just I really enjoy it. and we go back to the topic of this podcast it's following your passion uh, knowing your purpose and I believe my purpose on this earth is allowing myself to help people uh, through my words through my encouragement through my knowledge and expertise and and continuing to help people uh, in terms of employees clients um, networking contacts anything I can do to get my purpose out there to help people follow their passion and their happiness man that's fantastic wow um, and, and I can attest, Lex, you are completely doing the right thing with your life. You are amazing at what you do. I've seen you do it firsthand. We worked out together, seen what you do with people, and you are totally doing your passion and, and, and living your purpose. And Hell I, yeah. I just want to say something about the old guy. That ticks me off. Um, anybody that says anything like that, like, oh, what else are you doing with your life? What else? You know, aren't you going to do anything else? That drives me nuts. You could be a high school janitor as your job, as your career. If you wake up every single day and you enjoy cleaning, you enjoy making a difference in terms of providing a clean facility, then that is your passion. That is your skill. That's what you're good at. You don't have to go out and make $500,000 a year to be a success. Your passion might be making $25,000 a year as a social worker or something along those lines. You are a success. You are doing what you were put here to do. And that is the most important thing. So um, that drives me nuts. Just hearing that old guy story just ticks me off because I've also had people say similar things like that to me. And it just drives me crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just the ignorance of some people. Um, it, it, you know, you, you use it as fuel, you brush it off and you just kind of go about your day. So uh, um, hopefully that guy's been humbled a couple of times uh, since then. So for me, it's just and if I can relate some information to those people who are unhappy with their job, really sit back and reassess what you're doing with your life. Understand that you should be happy. Um, we have limited time on this earth. We have to do things that we enjoy. We have to do things that make us happy. And then on a, on a rebuttal side of that, say, Lex, I need to pay the bills. And that's great. You can still follow your passion on the days that you get home and the hours that you get home while you're doing your nine to five job. There's still time. It's just about managing your time, creating those opportunities for you to do something that you're really passionate about in following your happiness. If you're a teacher, that's great. And you want to do something on the side because you enjoy having more money on the side, then maybe you should uh, create something for teachers nationwide, um, a coaching podcast or something, a website blog or things that you can do in addition to what you're doing right now that helps increase the happiness, helps increase those happy endorphins and those happy feelings in your body. There's time out there to do it. You just got to find time to do it. 
Yeah, and I think that raises an interesting question of, does your career or your job have to be your passion? And I think that's a good question. Like, maybe not. Maybe you have a skill set that you're really good at. Maybe it's working with numbers. Maybe you're an accountant. It doesn't get you super excited every day to wake up, but you're really good at it. It pays the bills. Like you said, Lex, that doesn't mean that you can't focus on growth in other areas, being a better, being a better mother, being a better aunt, being a better, um, you know, like you said, starting a side business, uh, developing a hobby, um, something like that to earn extra money or something to do extra for fun. There are other ways to, you know, live your purpose other than just your career. Now, obviously, it's great if you have a career where you wake up every day and go, wow, this is my purpose. I think that's wonderful. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. And if you are working a job where it's not necessarily your purpose, that's it still doesn't mean that you can't focus every day on getting better at it and growing, because at least if you're doing that, you're developing your skill sets. And who knows, maybe five years down the road, 10 years down the road, uh, you may venture off and do something else. So while you're working that job, you might as well keep getting better. And it's about being what's instilled in you, right? What's what's established in your DNA, like what you're built from. And and my dad always told me that if you're going to do something, you better do it right and and be the best at doing it. So I didn't care if I was flipping nuggets. I was going to be the best freaking nugget flipper uh, that this world has ever seen. It's whatever position that I'm in that I have to do at that job. I have to do a good job at it because if I know I'm not doing a good job, I'm letting somebody down. And that's not the kind of um, image I want to put for myself or my family or my dad or my my mother, who I'm representing each day. So, um, you know, they believe in me. It's like you don't want to let those people down regardless of what you're doing. You know what I mean? I do. This makes me think of uh, an interaction that Joe Rogan had recently uh, with a, it was with an economist. Um, his name was Peter Schiff. So Joe Rogan and Peter Schiff were having a conversation and, and Peter Schiff is a, is a pretty big capitalist. He's big in, in, you know, he's very anti-socialism. And Peter Schiff was saying, you know, the, the way that society should work is you start early in the workforce, you get a job, something like a McDonald's or, or fast food. You develop a skill set working that job, and then you take those skills as you develop as a human being, and you move up to the next job. You get a college education, you graduate high school, whatever the case is. And Joe Rogan, it was very interesting. I normally love Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan came back and said, what kind of skills are you going to learn at McDonald's? Like, how, how is that? Peter, what are you talking about? It's it's flipping burgers. It's, and Peter Schiff well, says, well, Joe, by the way, you have to learn how to show up to work on time. Right. You have to learn how to flip the burgers. Can you can you handle authority? Can you handle being managed by somebody? Can you develop good customer service skills? Maybe you end up managing the McDonald's and then maybe somebody sees that and then some customer comes in and says, wow, this guy, this manager is amazing. I, I own an insurance firm. I'd love to train you. Right. as a." So, of course, you can develop skills at whatever you're doing. Um, so no matter what the job is. Right. And, and you're going to take something from each little job that you do. I used to prep and paint cars um, as one of my first jobs. And obviously that's nothing uh, attributed to what I'm doing right now. But it, it, it taught me how to show to work on time. It taught me how to handle different employees. It taught me how to do hard labor and hard work, get dirty sometimes. And each job, I think, has that little uh, uh, thing for you to learn as you go along. 
That is the truth. That is absolutely the truth. I think the other thing, too, is that that is lacking uh, in society right now, especially with the youth, where most kids, I think, look at entry level jobs. I'm speaking from experience here because right. I see it all the time working in a big, big fitness facility. We hire like like jobs like towel folders and, you know, maintenance workers, customer service workers. And over the years, the the initiative and the um, excitement level of kids to want to do their job has completely dropped. And I don't think many kids see the opportunity that's there. A lot of these kids probably don't realize, wow, if I do a really good job folding towels and I come in every day and I show that, somebody here in this gym might recognize my effort and might say, wow, that kid's really good. Even though he's just folding towels, quote unquote, he's friendly. He makes good conversation. He does a good job at what he's doing. Maybe I want to offer that guy a job. Or maybe the gym manager might say, or me, I might see that kid and go, hey, I notice you're very friendly. You're doing a good job. You want to come up and work in sales and make way more money? Yeah. So most kids, I think, lack that desire. It's sad. Where do you think you've learned a lot of your your, your qualities, your attributes to do what you do? I, I know I talked about what's instilled in your DNA and how you work and how you move and how you talk in uh, your actions and your body language. Where do you think you learned a lot of that stuff? Was it from your parents, you feel like? Was it from your grandfather? Was it from your networking buddies? I mean, where do you think you learned a lot of the stuff that you, you are today? Well, I think the big thing, you know, when I go back to family, you know, I tell my uh, my parents this all the time. They really instilled the the togetherness of family. So, you know, we're our family is very, very big on like camping trips and, um, you know, going out to dinner and, and taking trips together and all of those things. And I feel like w- when you develop the uh, the, the family, um, what's the best way I want to put it? When you're raised in a family, you're close to your family. I think that develops really, really good habits, really good ways of thinking about life. And I've always appreciated that. So that has definitely shaped me for sure. And that's one of the things I most appreciate because I know a lot of families don't do that, that that they don't hang out together or for whatever reason. And and again, everybody's got different situations. Not everybody's fortunate to, to, to always have that. The, the second thing that I would say is just personal growth and development. Lex, I know you're big on that. Yeah. Um, it's just from reading books. It's reading biographies from people who are successful, looking at people that I admire, listening to the way they speak, listening to the way they talk, um, how they act, et cetera, and just kind of learning from that. Was your dad a good talker? Was your dad, a good, your, your dad like very salesy like you? A hundred percent not, in fact, but but here's what my dad is very, very good at. Yeah, I would say no, he's definitely not on the sales end, but he, he set the example with work ethic. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing, I mean, my dad doesn't complain. He just, when there's something that needs to be done, he just does it. Yeah. And, um, and it's just, that's what he needs to do. He needs to go do it. And, yeah. and there was really never ever, I never saw him whining or complaining growing up. So that's a, that's a skill set that, that obviously I had a chance to kind of see. And um, even to this day, I would say I'm still not at that level yet where, I, I mean, I still whine about things from time to time, as I'm sure we all do. But, um, you know, and, I, and yeah, so that's what I would say on that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's different nowadays. You get too many whiners, too many complainers, and less... Uh, just do it, you know, just shut up and do it. So for sure. uh, that's just the old school mentality. I, my dad was the same way. He just, he needs to be working. He needs to be doing something with his hands. He needs to be doing some type of labor to help somebody out, even when they don't ask for it. It's just, we never stop moving, never standing still and just keep moving. And nowadays it's like, well, 
uh, this show on Netflix is more important. Or uh, maybe I'll do it next time. I got some free time tomorrow. Uh, so we're seeing too much of that, not enough of uh, you know, hard work, uh, that, that, that straight grind mentality. So I'm glad it's still instilling us, Brian. That, it's really good. I, I think so, too. And I think, too, it's maybe a, a sign of the times as well, where you, you look at people that got into the workforce in, let's say, like the 70s and the 80s and even the 90s. Um, you know, it was more manufacturing. It was more blue collar. It was, you know, doing those kinds of jobs. And the idea of, you know, work ethic was very instilled in, in, in those people that got into the workforce. I think for us nowadays with social media, having the ability to have microphones and broadcast and create and have Photoshop and video editing. Um, it's just a different kind of skill set. People that are a little bit more salesy now and a little bit more business minded. Um, I, I think it's a part of the times. So if somebody's listening to this podcast and they're wondering, well, how do I know if what I'm doing is my purpose? How do, how do I know that um, you know I'm working at um, some sort of ma- in a management position selling cars or is this my purpose? I enjoy it, um, but is this my purpose? You know, is this is this what I'm supposed to be doing on this world? Um, you know, how, how how can you help navigate that and help them figure it out if that's what they're supposed to be doing with their life? Yeah, I would say two things come to mind, and I'd be curious to hear what you what you would say on sure. this as well. Number one. Um, are, are you do you enjoy it? I think that's the most important thing. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Is do you do you wake up every day and go, I enjoy this. I enjoy being a mom. I enjoy being uh, a business owner. I enjoy being a janitor. Whatever it is, do you do you look forward to going to that every single day and doing it? And um, that's what I would start with. Number two, is it something that you feel you're growing at? Yeah. Do you feel like you're getting better as you develop your skills in whatever it is you're doing? Are, are you continually improving at it? Because I think that's really fun. The fact that when when you grow, that really is a sense of happiness, right? To to know that it's not you're not just stagnant. You're you're improving. And I just feel like there's something inside of us as humans where we we do want to grow and we do want to be better and we do want to improve and add more uh, to the world. So those are two things that come in mind. And then I think a third thing would be, is it making a difference? Is it something where you feel you are making a difference in some way, whether you're um, having a, a mentorship role with a child or you're working a job that influences people? Those are the some of the things that I would go with. What do you think, Lex? How do, how do you know if you're you're doing your purpose? It's just like if you know you can leave a lasting impact with your actions. Every time I used to wake up before um, my job when I was in, in, in a GM position was, am I, am I BTA in? Am I bringing the action today? Am I bringing that action for the team? Am I bringing the action for the members? Am I bringing the a- action for uh, the business, the company? Am I that person to bring the action? And my answer was, hell yeah, I am. Hell yeah, I'm waking up with a purpose and Hell yeah, I'm ready to bring the action every single day. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to leave that that 1% could have done better that day. I'm here to wake up and, and kick ass because that's what I want to do. That's the impact I want to leave uh, as, as a lasting impact on that's what type of employee he was. That's what type of person he was. And that's the type of boss he was. He was always ready to step up to the plate whenever things got hard. And I want to know, I wanted my employees to know that, you know, I'm, I'm ready to, to, I got their back. I'm ready to do this for them. So, and the company too. Uh, so now that I got the, the, 
the option and the in the position I am to be my own boss and, and be my own, uh, have that entrepreneur mindset. I'm ready to bring the action every day and it's for my family now. So that's the different team that's underneath me now. So it, that's what I'm prepared to do. And that's what I want to prepare uh, the next employees in line to do. I want to leave that lasting legacy. And next, does what you do bring you joy? Are you happy with what you're doing? Not to say that there's not going to be difficult days, but in rough days and in, in days that you have to pivot and, and jump over obstacles. But at the end of the day, are you happy? Is it bringing you joy? Is it bringing you happiness? Are you excited to tell your family and loved ones, this is what I did today. I'm passionate about it. I'm loving it. And, and I'm helping people um, in my position, I speak of. So, you know, can you go home at the end of the day said you're truly satisfied with the work you did and the work you put in? And does it bring you joy? Uh, First and foremost, does it bring you joy? Just ask you ask yourself that question, and, and if it does, then keep plugging away at it. And like Brian said, um, keep building at it, keep learning at it, investing in yourself, invest in teachings and coaching opportunities, and asking the right questions to your superiors and your mentors. Doing whatever you can to do the best job you can. I think those are all good. So for everybody listening today, hopefully uh, from this conversation, you've, you know, just maybe taken some notes in your mind mentally and, and just think to yourself, hey, maybe if I'm working a job right now that I'm not super happy with, maybe Brian and Lex are on something. Maybe I'm just going to start putting in a little bit more effort to develop my skill set a little bit better to grow. And even if my job isn't necessarily my purpose per se, maybe there are some other things where I, I can take some time, sit in silence, pray, whatever. And I can think, well, what else could I be doing? Uh, what else can I develop? What else can I grow at? What other hobbies can I get into um, that are going to fulfill my purpose? So we're hopefully uh, we're hoping that there's going to be some some reflection today on your end. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll get some good comments from you guys. I, I think that it's been a good conversation and a much needed conversation. Yeah. And if you're wondering what you should be doing. Like, just find out what you're really good at. You know, what are you really good? Are you really good at drawing? Are you really good at talking? Are you really good at cooking or baking? Maybe you start a YouTube channel about cooking and baking. Maybe you start a coaching business because you're so good at talking and leading. Maybe you start a, a an art channel or an art blog because you're so good at drawing or, what, you know, whatever the case may be. There's opportunity out there. You just have to really sit down and, and ask yourself, what are you really good at? What, what, what can you, what would you be really good at teaching the world and teaching? others to do because you're so passionate about it. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be educated on it because you will be eventually. Um, it just You just have to be, have a passion to start something. And sometimes all it takes is for you to know that you're really good at something and you can just grow from there. I love it, man. That's that's some motivating, inspiring stuff today. I, I really enjoyed this conversation. I think oh, it's yeah. good. And I know as we're talking today, I'm, I'm doing some thinking to myself. You, you said a couple points today. I'm like, oh, man, I didn't yeah. think about it that way. So, um, yeah, this is a really good one today. One of those lifestyle podcasts, which think. That's right. We are venturing out more than just fitness. Lex yeah, and right. I now are venturing into the lifestyle area. So we hope you're all enjoying that, too, and, and you're getting something from yeah. it. The quesadilla stuff, too. <laughs> I cannot wait for that quesadilla this weekend. Are, are you doing anything fun this weekend? What do you got going Not on? as fun as that quesadilla, man. Oh, man. 
I, that creeped me out when you told me you were going to come smell the quesadilla. <laughs> so you know, don't, please don't do that. No, please. no, no. embarrass my family. And yeah, yeah. speed limit is 60. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. Awesome conversation today. I really appreciate you guys for listening in. Uh, we're going to be talking about some really deep stuff, some really great, fun stuff. And uh, the B-Man is always going to be right behind me making sure that uh, we keep this thing interesting. Yes. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast today and you felt that you got something out of it, please do us a favor. Share it with somebody. It's very easy to share on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. You can send it to somebody. If you if you heard something today and you thought, man, I want to send this over to one of my friends or one of my family, please go do that. And then also subscribe to the podcast so that way whenever uh, we post a new episode, oh, yeah. it'll actually alert you so you'll know. And then the other thing, follow us on social media. We have a wonderful Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. We're on Twitter. Um, make sure to, uh, Lex, make sure, give them the correct info how can they find us on social media yeah the flex talk podcast make sure you look that up the flex talk podcast it's uh the flex emoji with a dark blue background just make sure you're following the right one um always 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 stay up to date on what's going on the happenings we have contests and giveaways we're going to be doing in the future uh always post um always comment back we're excited to uh keep engaging with you guys to make sure we're bringing you the best and and, and the greatest uh, conversations so thanks you so much guys have a wonderful rest of the week and uh we're excited for the next one take care everybody